sometimes But don't be afraid to be a source of light Peace, good people Peace Fee, how you feeling? Man, I woke up today feeling grateful I had just like thanks on my heart mm. It was just resting there You know how you be tired? Mm-hmm. And you know me When I'm tired, I just want to sit in my tired and I'd be lightweight mad that I'm tired, but I couldn't be mad today. I had just a full heart of gratitude and I was like, I'm going to just ride it. Right on. How are you feeling? I'm feeling grateful to be here as well. I think uh, I just know how much I appreciate this opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. For this practice. Thank you all for tuning into another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. You riding in on gratitude. I'm riding in on gratitude. And I think that explains the playlist this morning. It does. Yeah, Fee was jamming. I was. I found every gospel song that I could think of in my Rolodex that had to do with thanks, thankful. I I pulled them out from 2003. It's something about that particular era of gospel for me. Mm -hmm. It just... It just hits different. And it's so funny because... You didn't go back further than that? I don't think I did. I think I was 2003. Okay, or maybe I started in like... When did the first Mary Mary album come out? I don't even remember. Was it like 99? Maybe 98. Maybe yeah, I did the 90s, start there. But I have to check my... I have to do my fact checking. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I, it could just be the early 2000s. I might have just put on for the 99 and 2000s in the gospel <laughs> era. Lord. Which is a good era. Lord. Hey, it's better music than... Let Lauren tell it. That music is better than... But I can't believe you just took it back to the 99, 2000 gospel playlist because we all know what Come the 9 on. 9 2000 and let's actually get real specific i'm gonna take you back i'm gonna see if you remember i pulled out the wow gospel playlist do y'all remember the wow i remember the infomercials <laughs> i think they came on between another program that i might have been watching I'm, I'm sure it always came on in between another <laughs> program that was happening but either way I pulled out the wild gospel mixes because my mom had those CDs and I love to listen to them because she didn't let she didn't let me listen to a lot of other music, right? Like mm-hmm. in the house. And that was that was the music. And this morning it just I went back there and I think now that I am 36 years old and you okay. start to think about all that you've come through. Okay. <laughs> that was the music hits different. <laughs> It hits different. The thanks hit differently. Mm-hmm. And go ahead. <laughs> no, I just think that's true. I just think it's it's consistent with what the right with what the old folks said when I was younger. Right, just keep living. Oh my goodness, that was their answer for everything. Just keep living. Right, and you realize how nuanced that is, but also how challenging it is, and how beautiful it is. It, right. It it's beautiful to hear it today. As a teenager, it's challenging. You know, yeah. what I mean? like you mean just keep points. living. You mean just keep waiting on people, <laughs> right? Because right? that's what different it feels like. Points in your life, depending on where you are, it may fall on you differently. You know, facts. But I mean, I love that you're able to come to an intersection where those songs, those sayings, that practice of gratitude, it means something to you differently now mm-hmm. as your own practice. Mm-hmm. And I was actually telling Fee this morning. Because I was dancing to the music, right? Yeah, he came in feeling it. <laughs> dancing. But I was telling Fee how 
important I think it is for this to be part of a child's, namely Kamali and whoever God should send us. It should be part of the child's early cognitive experiences because uh, in my perspective, that music got to simmer a little bit. It got to sit in your spirit a little bit. <laughs> no real talk for it to um, bear the evidence of yeah. what the songwriters were saying. Yeah. Thanks feels good when everything is going good. Being able to return to a posture of gratitude after feeling like there's almost nothing to be grateful for. Now that's a trip, right? Mm-hmm. That's a journey uh, worth exploring. And not that I ever want somebody to experience hopelessness, but it's when you experience circumstances uh, mm-hmm. that go differently than planned and it needs time to reconcile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So gratitude, thanks, thanksgiving, um, not the holiday, the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All of these things, they you said now that I'm 36 and I love that, but I feel like each round of its practice, wherever you find yourself, it roots differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, you understand it differently. And that's what you were saying. The song it just hit a little different, right? They hit differently today. Uh-huh. I even like, I played this yesterday and today. Um, the Thankful song uh-huh. um, that Mary Mary covered on their second album, right? So thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. And the bridge is, it could have been me uh-huh. outdoors with no food and no clothes. Uh-huh. All left alone without a friend or just another number with a tragic end. But you didn't see fit. To let none of these things be. Okay. That, I've heard it so many times growing up. So every day by and your I power. Think whoever wrote that um, did it so beautifully and poetically and true to a person's journey. Because I felt it even as a child. Mm-hmm. Having had a lived experience with grief and hopelessness. And feeling the lowest of lows. And finding joy on a morning today. It just hits different. The praise hits different. Like the time, when they say time will tell. Yeah. I hate that one too. Well, I did, but I understand that there needs to be time to process, to experience this kind of Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I love this investigation of time will tell, right? Because in some instances, the person who says that is never telling you what time will tell. They're just telling you that time will tell. Right. And even if time did not tell me more about the whys, um, time is telling me more about the how, mm-hmm. right. How it moves and how I have returned to this, the center of joy. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, what's ill is I love that you're waking up with that spirit of gratitude. I wake up grateful for another day, another opportunity to go get it. And when I'm on the stair climber in the morning, this week my heart has been on the folks who aren't waking up with the joy that I have when I wake up. Mm-hmm. So I have joy when I wake up. I'm clearly grateful for it. And then my heart can like open and I can feel. And I think about the folks who don't have the zeal that I have for that day, right? Who are being presented with a set of challenges 
uniquely different today than I am. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's the residual effect of their yesterday that's making it hard to face today. And wherever somebody is on that experience, I was just praying for them, like a, a earnest prayer. Mm. Right. And then in this interaction, somebody reached out and said they had been praying for us. Wow. And I thought it was so beautiful that my heart was postured to pray for others. Yet someone was still praying for us. Mm-hmm. Right. And to me, that is this beautiful fabric, this beautiful connectedness of believers mm-hmm. in faith, uh, in song. And I also think it's dope, too, because when I think about this music, not just as a song on a playlist, but as like a, a testimony, an anecdotal reference, a story that teaches, right? And when you come back around to it, that same record could teach different. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more beautiful than timeless music in that regard to me. Hey, right? Hey. No matter the instruments used, the writing, the spirit, the alive spirit of praise, it matters, Slim. Mm-hmm. It matter a big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I find myself in quite a season of gratitude. I remember when I took art in high school, okay? You took art in high school? Yeah. And hmm. I, I remembered how I, how I passed the class, too. I'm going to tell you all the truth. Hmm. Now, I did a good job, right? Mm-hmm. But what I did most, hi, Kamali. I did a good job, but what I did specifically in that class, I remember telling my teacher how much the art experience, I didn't know I was going to get that much out of it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't about drawing, right? I didn't improve to be a better like artist in how I was drawing. It was the way I was able to look at art. Mm. The lens I was able to look at art with was transforming the way I was like looking at the world around me. Hey, y'all, that's Kamali pulling up. She's saying she wants some cereal. <laughs> But check this out, though. Um, see if y'all can see if y'all can get with me on this one. Imagine like you're looking at a color, and you're trying to paint match, mm-hmm. and you have to know like the the colors that that this color is composed of, right? Mm-hmm. So gratitude for me lets me look at a thing and separate it and stratify it. And it's not just one experience, it's several experiences happening. And in this, I am able to look at how many things can happen simultaneously. So I can be challenged and I can have gratitude in the same experience because the path is wide enough for them both. Right? And this has helped me tremendously because the gratitude that I'm talking about or how, I, how I'm perceiving it it let me look at one experience mm-hmm. and kind of separate that one experience and look at like multiple things that are happening to make this experience. Okay. Okay. So for example, yeah, I just heard Fee say, you know, she's 36 now. So what we had the opportunity to celebrate was a anniversary and a birthday. Right. Mm-hmm. And I want to go a little bit into the anniversary and how I'm able to find gratitude in that experience. First, I was so happy that year 11 was not like year 10 or 9 or 8 or 7. 
it was a whole new experience. Hey. Right? Yeah. Evidence that today is not yesterday. Evidence that we're going forward. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking about an anniversary dinner that we attempted to go to. <laughs> on that last, and maybe all of six, maybe eight minutes tops. Right? Yeah. Uh, really a total of 10. 10. Yeah, 10. If, I'm talking about arrival. Count, yeah, if you count the arrival pulling into the valet, it's a total of 10 minutes. 10. That's how long <laughs> our anniversary meal lasted. And it lasted that long because very early in the onset of this dining experience, Kamali decided that we weren't having this dining experience. It might have took us a little longer to notice that, but she knew likely from the very beginning that we weren't going to be eating there. <laughs> so it took Felicia and I a little bit of time to fix catch on right but yeah especially because we planned for it we planned that means she had her nap she had her ipad it was fully charged everything she would need in order for us to yeah have a good meal like she ate you know it's yeah except that we weren't what what could your needs be at this point (laughs) well i i love what she showed us right but Mm -hmm. i still don't know exactly what her need was Hmm. because (laughs) all right i'm just gonna try to tell us in order because it yeah yeah we get to the restaurant, valet, cool. We get out the car, um, taking pictures of Felicia and Kamali. And right before we go in the restaurant, Kamali decides like, oh, I forgot my backpack in the car. And I'm thinking to myself like, you don't even need it for this restaurant. <laughs> Except she did. Because Apparently. it was a all out emergency. Oh yeah, there's a problem. And I had to, after valet parking the car, I had to walk to where the valet parks the car to get her backpack out of said car to make it in the restaurant. So we could finally walk in into the restaurant so we could be walking out shortly after because to- <laughs> Kamali also decided oh this is such a beautiful restaurant it's sky lit mm-hmm. white marble mm-hmm. um, there's rooms in here yeah but unfortunately some couches and beds unfortunately like RH in the city decided to have its showrooms on the same floor as a restaurant right right and for a curious two year old she's like oh look at all these bedrooms Near this restaurant that nobody's sleeping in. It's it's the perfect place to go play. Look at how long this hallway is. I wonder how fast I could run. <laughs> right? So This is what we're thinking she's thinking, right? But she's obviously showing us we're not about to sit down and eat anything. Right. Because what we see is her feet running across the floor. She's gone. Full speed. Now, off. <laughs> for fun and relatability, we happen to capture this moment and share this moment. Mm-hmm. Because we figured, you know, a lot of parents could relate to this. Oh, yeah. And we know a lot of parents relate to this. We've heard it. We do this for reference. <laughs> for reference. But we, oh, I love that. Fee. I love it. <laughs> but we also found out, like, you know, on a World Wide Web, there's a lot of people on there, friend or non-friend, part of your community or not. They see the content. They have an opinion. They say it right. Mm-hmm. So all, I'm all for the, the bathroom ministry generation, right? Who said, take them to the bathroom, <laughs> straighten them out. Okay, I get it. That's how you get down. All good. No judgment. Um, No judgment. I was one of those kids that had to go to the bathroom. And uniquely enough, I see the thing is I wasn't. I know you you were not that kind of kid. Korea Um, didn't need any whoopings. Nah, I earned them all when I was a teenager because I started to say exactly what was on my mind. Hey, I figured I figured the whole family out and they haven't heard from me yet. So let me give them a report. So I would give these I would give these periodical reports to older siblings, parents. It doesn't matter. <laughs> let me give the the reasoning that you to hey. let me give them a report. Yeah, and those reports, you know, I got reported. You know what I'm saying? And for me as a child, I'm very much like 
Miss Kamali. That mm-hmm. was actually me. That was my personality, um, chatty, wanting to socialize. The only difference is I had a mom that would take me to the bathroom uh-huh. and probably wasn't taking the time to go out and eat either. Precisely. Like my mom's schedule was different. Capacity was different, mm-hmm. right? Just mm-hmm. different circumstances. But yeah, she no. me. <laughs> she, she me. Okay. So now we know how we got here. But I, I say this because uh, it was really fun engaging with people online around Kamali, right? Mm-hmm. And it it helped me understand more clearly what I was experiencing and more clearly, moreover, what I was saying, right? Mm-hmm. So when I use language or we use language like, you know, Kamali canceled the reservation, that's for fun. That's for comedic relief, right? But the, <laughs> the child doesn't actually cancel it. Right. What I was able to learn was that, oh, my wants don't meet my child's needs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. My wants doesn't meet my child's needs because to be very clear, the desire to dine at that restaurant at that moment was a want. Mm-hmm. It could be labeled as a need because it's anniversary and all these other things, but it was oh, a yeah, want. You need this time. Yeah, you need, and, and couples need time together and you need mm-hmm. time. Yeah. All these things, right? Well, that need time is a variable. It isn't a need in the moment. It is a need as in a list of things you will need to do to keep it sustained. And it's possible to achieve that. Mm -hmm. That day it wasn't. And I was okay though. And I was also okay with um, not needing to be there. Right. Mm -hmm. But here's what the, like the further investigation revealed to me. I'm so blessed to remain curious about Kamali. Mm. Right. And I, I recognize that uh, parents remaining curious about their children, mm-hmm. it may present as a privilege, but I also see it as necessary. What do you mean by remain curious? Yeah. So I think everything that we are, we call ourselves deeply interested in and even loving, we should be a student of that thing. Mm. Right. So that isn't coming with the assumptions that I know. It is here are some things that I know. And here's some things that I want to know. Mm-hmm. And when parents can remain curious about their children, they can stay engaged at a level of uh, being present. Mm. Um, curious about your child's school day when you pick them up is different, right? You ask a different set of questions when you're curious. Yeah. Right? Versus kind of like a systematized way of asking questions that don't really reveal curiosity. It's just like a hear the question that I ask when I pick you up. Yeah. But this curiosity really helps me in my own regulation of my emotions. Mm. Okay. Because we may experience times where our young people can't regulate their emotions. Mm -hmm. And instead of trying to regulate their emotions, Mm -hmm. we have far more control over our own emotions. Mm hmm. And if we regulate our emotions, we can remain curious about theirs. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but I recognize that curiosity can present as a measure of privilege because there are some instances where I'm not curious why you're doing that. Right. (laughs) I don't give a damn why you're doing it. I want it to stop right now. Right now. Cause I don't got capacity to be curious, bro. I I don't have it. (laughs) We ain't no curiosity today, bro. Right. But for real, to be able to, be aware that I want to remain curious helps me regulate me. Yeah. And helps me learn her 
but also helps her learn her mm. right before she has to like adhere. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you know you and then adhere and or challenge. Yeah. Than to strictly just adhere because you will you will yeah. really delay getting to know yourself. Come on. Right. And I just need I need her to know herself in this world. Yep. So that's that's one. And I know and I know this is only a child, but these habits of mine are gonna um exist throughout our relationship if I keep them. But I also say <laughs> to the folks, there was this, <laughs> there was this uh they must have been like the the intellect crew. I don't know, everybody had all these the bright ideas. <laughs> they had all these bright ideas around babysitters, right? And I'm thinking to myself, like <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. I hear you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, because I, because I just sitter. Want... They put like sitter with a question mark. Yeah, because because I don't no babysitter. No, there was no babysitter, bro. That's why Did we you all see one. <laughs> like nah. easily, I would have, I would have engaged. Think we would have had, we would have had one if we had one. But let me tell you this though, on the real. <laughs> However, we define quality time in the states, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's just go a little larger. I'm going. North America, whatever, however that quality time is defined, it can look so many different ways. Quality time does not just have to be uh, trips, right. uh, restaurants, vacations. It doesn't have to just be that quality time can look a lot of different ways. And one of the things that it taught me was like, all right, bro, if my dining experience changes for the next foreseeable future, one, two years even. Right. Three, three, maybe whatever. four, maybe four, whatever. That is a small price to pay for all the joy they bring. Mm. Let me say that again. If my dining experience, that's simply dining experience. <laughs> I'm not talking about nutrition. Right, right, right. I'm not talking about nutrition. Not, nutri- not nutrition. My dining experience. Dining experience. If my dining experience changes for the next one, two, three four years or more it's a small price to pay for the joy they bring Mm. a very small price to pay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there are several instances where folks aren't able to dine at restaurants of their choice they could be away on a deployment an assignment Mm. they can be working in a particular chapter in their life all these things right mine is parenthood how noble is that Mm. what an honor what a privilege. What a privilege. What a joy. It's a joy. It's an honor. It's, it's a privilege. It's a joy, honor, privilege for us. How, you know, you know. However it shapes me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nothing to cry about. Mm-mm. Right? It is something to laugh about. I'm a, and we are and, laughing. And you hear me? You hear me? <laughs> the laughing ain't going to stop. It ain't going to stop. But also, I just wanted to just like name that. Yeah. That my gratitude. Yep. Gave me capacity hey. to look at my experiences and see what else is happening or what are the composite of experiences that is, is giving me this presentation. Yes. So, yeah, Kamali is running. I mean, hitting laps in the restaurant, right? At this point. <laughs> She's she, gone. Yeah, she didn't go like around circles. She no. just like hit the exit. Yeah. I almost I almost fell. We, no one saw that. And I actually. I did. And that's how I knew it was time to leave. I said, oh, hell no. I was trying to catch her. She went down and I had to step over her, but I had on heels. And so thankfully I caught myself and didn't fall. But it did get to that point. And I will say that was the point that was going to embarrass me. Right. <laughs> 
it wasn't about my child running. You know, my, <laughs> it's your my, life yeah, of two, 11 years Yeah, my two-year-old, my two-year-old can do what my two-year-old wants to do. It's my wife. <laughs> it's my adult wife. <laughs> it's my adult wife. The days before her 36th birthday. If she goes down in this restaurant, y'all, I have to. Uh, we got to go. We, we got to go fast. And when I saw. when I she saw was the, so down with me. You know, when I saw the pop up. Because she didn't fall, but it was kind of like a pop up. When I yeah, saw because that, it's a marble floor. Yeah, I get it. When I saw that, I said, okay, it, we're, we're out of here. <laughs> this is it. I love the way Kamali eats her cereal, by the way. Okay. I mean, she eats it like it's it's a it's a world-class meal. And don't nobody mess up her dining experience. Let me just point that out. Okay. When she's enjoying her cereal, nobody running laps around her. That's her bowl, y'all. She's hey Kamali. Really, that's that's enough, sweetie. <laughs> who told me to say something man but I, I love how you brought it brought us back to the gratitude and where where it comes from what it's rooted in even in this this, this spoon in this bowl <laughs> oh what joy I have because I have capacity I'm grateful that I have capacity mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I'm I can remain curious about her and I'm also incredibly grateful that you and I are both um, working together to see to it that she knows who she is yeah. and that it's not just about adhering, but knowing who she is, is going to be so incredibly important, right? Mm-hmm. Because every day she will be challenged to mm-hmm. stand in that. Mm-hmm. She will have to know that. Mm-hmm. And that to me is very noble work to be able to be a part of nurturing Come on. That part of who she Come is. Come on. Come on. So I stand in gratitude for that today as well. Big time. Because what a journey we have had. We didn't even know it would look like this. Legit. And now we are getting interrupted by a toddler. Not only at dinner, but at podcasts. Obviously, doing podcasts as well. <laughs> and you better answer her because you know she's I'm going to answer. Riga, can you give us the affirmation? I know yes. we're at the close, but. I'm going to help her out. You give us the affirmation. Okay. I love this affirmation, Felicia. This affirmation comes from uh, Felicia's text, Soul Affirmation, the Toolkit for Mothers Who Are Investigating Grief's Process. And I'm going to read from page 46. Page 46 reads, the totality of this experience includes other things being birthed within me. I am open to what is coming and what it's teaching. The totality of this experience includes other things being birthed within me. I am open to what is coming and what it's teaching. Wow. For the parents, for the partners, for the people, may we remain curious as a mechanism to create increased capacity, right? Because when we're curious, we can manage a lot more. So, my request is that we remain curious this week about those who we love, about what we love. From my family to yours, may we all love more abundantly. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Thank you to our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Our producer, Crystal Hill. Massive love. Peace. Peace.